This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up, Raider Nation? Your buddy Murph back once again for what we call the Raiders Fan Radio Rundown. This is where uh, you just get a whole lot of us and, and sadly not much of you in this case because you are for the live show. That's where we absolutely love to hear from our uh, our participants in the chat, Jeff, yes. our emailers, our amazing voicemailers, uh, all those wonderful people that make Raiders Fan Radio great. Yes. None of them are here today and you're stuck with us. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but, you know, for the people that uh, the people that don't uh, that complain that we don't talk enough about the Raiders, this is the show for These you. These are the kinds of shows for you, right? Yes, and, absolutely. And why is that, Swag Jeff? Because we just talk about news. We talk about Raiders. We talk about what's happening in Raider Nation that everybody needs to know about. And, I mean, there's something big that just happened last week. We though. sort of had a draft, right? Yeah, we had a draft. Yeah, so, uh, so appreciate everybody joining us on the YouTube. Sadly, yes, we're not live. We we're unable to record live at our normal time that we would record. But so we'll be in the chat with you. We'll be in the chat with you. We thought instead we'll at least put together a rundown so we could talk about all that big news that went on last week. And yes. we will be back. Um, so we're going to take the next week off because Jeff and I have a work thing that we cannot get out of. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the 12th, we are off. Although I will have some interviews coming. Yeah, have some interest. So we'll have content for the channel coming that week, but we're going to be off for RFR Live for the 12th, but then back on the 19th. And that will be a special episode because we will have our good friend, uh, QB Jeff. QB Jeff from Dominico's. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. He filled our bellies today. We, we waited outside for them to, uh, to open the door. And uh, yeah, and yeah, and I, I got some dip action going. You got the Dominico salad, and I it did. was all fantastic. Fantastic. It was the best, dude. And we. How many people stand out front of their deli, like literally are first ones in line, as soon as the, like at 10.30 on the nose, we're opening the door, finding our way in. Yeah, yeah, and at 10.32, I had powdered sugar all over my face from the cannolis. (laughs) (laughs) It was kind of like brunch. It was kind of like brunch. It was brunch, man. Yeah, brunching with Dominico's. Now we got to do is have, uh, like, uh, I guess we would call them... uh, what like I'm trying to think of something funny for a, m- a mimosa without champagne because I'm thinking if you and I are going to do a mimosa, they're just going to end up being screwdrivers. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. That, well, you know it's Cinco de Mayo today. Oh, it's so Cinco de Mayo, so tequila so and orange juice, which wouldn't be terrible. I've had it several times. It's fantastic. It's, I bet it would be yeah. well. And then if you put a little, uh, a little uh, grenadine, it's a tequila sunrise. 
There you go. There, look there look you what go. you learn around here. Absolutely. Look what you learn. Absolutely. And remember when we said we were going to talk about the Raiders? Yeah, and here we are. Here <laughs> we are. talking about tequila you know? and orange juice. Yeah, or the rest of Raider Nation, we can be, uh, we can be drinking Modelo oh, tonight. Oh, there you go. Hold or, that thing up there. That's that commemorative can. Yeah, that the, inaugural, the inaugural edition. We got that when we were down in Vegas, man. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, and, and you the, made that viral video. I, I, I went viral. You did. You I, went viral. I buddy. had a viral moment. Yeah, I did the thing. The 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 what was that guy's name? Dogface or whatever. The guy that drank the <laughs> was that his name? I think it really is his oh, name. Dogface. Yeah. yeah, and he drinks the yeah drinks cranberry the, uh, juice cranberry on juice. the skateboard. Uh huh. Yeah. So, so you were on the bike, riding it, down the main road out here, <laughs> sipping it, a Modelo and listening to the autumn uh, autumn, autumn wind. Right? Autumn wind instead yeah. of uh, Fleetwood Mac. I had the autumn wind, and instead Absolutely. of cranberry juice, I went with the commemorative Modelo can. Absolutely. That we was after that. the Chiefs win, dude, because I was feeling a vibe, as Absolutely. the kids say. I was a vibe. That yeah. day. We vibing. We vibing. We vibing. That's what the kids say. That's I know what the this. kids say. I know this because I got kids. You got kids, man. Yeah. And they vibing. And they tell me that every once in a while. They'd be like, Dad, you're a real vibe today. I'm like, Yeah, you vibing hey, today, thanks, bro. Guys. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, man. I know what's up. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm picking up what you're putting down. All right. So, speaking of, so, <laughs> so, so speaking of, of epitome of cool. You guys know what a big Star Wars fan I am. Oh, Look at this new Star Wars dude. Show. That's the new Star The yes. junk food, they call it. The Star Wars Raiders collection. Yes. Uh, Perfect man. day for that to come in on Revenge of the Fifth It's day. Revenge of the Fifth, Swag Jeff. Absolutely it is. Absolutely. And if Uncle Mosh were here, this is what he would say. I know. He'd be like, are you guys talking about Star Trek again? Or he'd go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because but you know what? He's not here. He's not here. And like, and like, like. Like he never gets stuck on subjects, right? Right. Yeah. 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 Never. 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 <laughs> Easy as that. Easy as that. Yeah, so ain't nothing gonna, else to say about so that. So we want to sit around and talk about Star Wars. We will, because there's not a 300 pound Italian sitting on my right ready to punch me. I know. If, right? I, if I do. Okay. Yeah. Anyways. All right. So uh, one more bit of quick, super quick housekeeping. I promise, and then we've got a lot to get to when it comes to the Raiders. Uh, and again, thank you for those of you that are joining us live tonight. Uh, we miss you guys. We love you, and we will be back, and we will see you on the nineteenth for Absolutely. sure. Um, okay, so we are giving a we're doing another giveaway, Jeff. Oh, we love giveaways. We love giveaways, and so we had so much so much success with our subscriber drive last time. Yes, to get us to over three thousand. Yes, uh, we announced last week we're going to do another giveaway to the next three hundred. Oh my gosh, we've got about a hundred and twenty already. Okay, so we're almost halfway through the amount of people qualified. Okay, and we're going to give you uh, this inaugural season oh, patch sweet. which is a nice little thing right yeah it's nice that's a nice token to give somebody it's a nice thing for it's... free for hitting a button yeah you hit the damn button and look commemorate it. the inaugural season in vegas and that's you slap get... it on your favorite jersey do whatever you want to do with it like your favorite jersey like the josh jacobs oh, uh nike no elite way. jersey that we're gonna send you to go along with it right no kidding yeah so we're gonna send you this size large Josh Jacobs, yes. uh, elite vapor jersey is what the, the, the Nike kids call it. Oh, it's like the on-field stuff. That's it's the real it deal. It sure is, man. And so we're going to send you that Josh Jacobs jersey and that inaugural season patch just because you hit the subscribe button. Yes. And listen, Jeff. Okay. We got no shame around here. If you want to make up a new YouTube account and subscribe to us, if you're a long-time RFR listener yeah. and you just want to use your... Because, every, look, everybody's got more than one email. Come on now. Yeah. We've all got 17 emails. Yeah. Use another one of your emails. Make a YouTube account. Subscribe to us. We're shameless. 
Absolutely. Advertisers don't care if you're the same person subscribed to us Absolutely. three times. Well, have you seen any of the names that have subscribed? Uh, uh, the, yeah. These new ones? Uh, yes, and some of them are familiar. Oh, okay, <laughs> good. Cause, cause... Some of them are named Mangus, and I, as far as we know, there's only two Manguses that listen to this show. Mm-hmm. But according to YouTube, there might be six or seven. Yeah, I'm there just might be saying. more. There, there might, might be more. more. There might be a lot of Swag Jeffs out there. <laughs> because I created Swag Jeff 1 through 68. Because you want that jersey. I need that jersey, man. You are, you're all, but they don't call you Swag Jeff for nothing. Well, absolutely. And so and so, whoever wins this, yes. make sure you look up on YouTube or Google or whatever how to iron a patch on a jersey. This is critical. This is very critical. Don't okay. mess it up. Don't mess it up. Don't mess it up. That's all we got to say about that. You got to be careful when you're ironing patches on jerseys. Yes. You'll want to take the appropriate steps. Yes. Because you can damage the jersey. Yes. Drink plenty of water while you do it. <laughs> Stay very hydrated. Yes. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. And, yeah. Don't, and don't ever put the iron directly on the jersey. No, because otherwise don't ever do that. your jersey might end up just being a souvenir. It might just be a souvenir with a bunch of holes in it. Like that Henry Ruggs jersey. Like that jersey Henry Ruggs jersey that's over there. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Yeah. This is where somebody would call me a big stupid. Oh, yes. Big, I need a big stupid button. You need a big stupid button. I need a big stupid button. Because Mosh over here would be going, what'd you do, you big stupid? Did you ruin it? Yeah. Uh-huh. As, as a matter of fact, I did. Yeah. Yes. It, yeah. It is what it is. That's all right. So now it's a souvenir hanging up here in the cave. All right. Anyways, let's get, let's get on with some show. <laughs> 20 minutes into the top of the show. 20 minutes into the top of the show. We are now going to do this episode of uh, the Raiders Fan Radio Rundown. So yes. appreciate all of you, of course, joining us for the rundown. Um. Okay, Swag Jeff. Yes, sir. Here's what I got. What do you got? We we, we had a draft this last this last week. We had a draft. Yes, Raiders we did. had a draft. But we also had a draft last year. We did. And we did. speaking of Henry Ruggs and that jersey of his that I ruined. Yes, he was kind of the hit of the draft. Would you agree? He was the guy that everybody wanted. He, he was the guy that the speed kills. Uh, you know all that. I mean, he was our guy. And so, you know, we thought that, you know, hopefully the Raiders weren't going to disappoint us by drafting yes. one of the other guys that we did not want. We did not want to see Aaron, uh, Q-Dog Raider. <laughs> we didn't want to see another video like like what we saw in 2019. Yes. Uh, we wanted our guy. Because and- we were all disappointed. Well, not, yes. I don't want to say that. There was a lot that were disappointed with the Farrell pick. There was a lot that were, eh, with Colton Miller. Sure. Right? But we all got excited when it was Henry Ruggs. Yeah, it's the skill position guy that's going to make... The fastest guy in the combine. fastest guy in the draft. Yes, absolutely. He was going to be, you know, I mean, day one impact guy. Yes, he is our guy. He is our guy. And a lot of us still have faith in the young man and think that he will get there. But let's... So anyways, before we go to the future which is this current round of draft pick. Let's go a little bit in the past. Okay. Just one step back. Okay. And let's think about what we got at Henry Ruggs and what we still have to look forward to. Do not give up on this young man after year one. 2020, a year of firsts. The premiere of professional football in Las Vegas and the year the explosive Henry Ruggs III made his NFL debut. Oh, it's Henry Ruggs! Henry Ruggs! The speed! He has Henry Ruggs in space, and the speedster takes it into Tampa Bay territory. Starting off in a new city, just kind of the start of something big, and, you know, it gives us momentum moving forward. 
Henry Ruggs, this is Coach Gruden with the Las Vegas Raiders. We're thinking about making you the first draft choice in the history of the Las Vegas Raiders. Are you going to do all the Trivia. things that you told me you're going to do? Just work your ass off and do everything that the job requires? All right, I'm going to turn this pick in. I can't tell you how excited I am, man. Fresh off the 2020 NFL Draft Combine with the fastest 40-yard dash time. He made that look easy. 4-2-8, can of corn. The Alabama wideout was a highly touted prospect heading into the draft with blistering speed as his greatest asset. How many times have you seen this? 75 yards. In only three years for the Crimson Tide, Ruggs caught 98 passes. 24 of them for touchdowns. Complete Henry Ruggs. Here's one of those plays Gary's talking about. You can forget it. Fastest guy on the Alabama team. The Raiders selected the fastest player in last year's draft. I mean, this guy can flat out fly. All right, here we go. Cut, cut it there. I think it goes on for about four or five minutes. Uh, yeah, great stuff there. So I would say this. Just going into this draft, let's or going into the season, I should say. Mm-hmm. Let's not give up on Henry Ruggs yet. There's no, a lot of rhetoric online, social media, right? Go figure. Social media has an opinion about things. Well, of course. Um, I think that he's unfairly contrasted to Justin Jefferson, C.D. Lamb, uh, Jerry Judy. The production that those players had was literally unprecedented for rookie wideouts. Absolutely. Normally, rookies don't take off till year two plus. Right. So let's not get all in yeah, our feelings. That yeah, Ruggs we don't need to get bad. caught up on the guys that we didn't draft. Let's rally behind the guy that we did draft. Bam. All four of those guys, Jerry Judy, Justin Jefferson, CeeDee Lamb, Henry Ruggs, they all have different stories, different talents and all that stuff. Let's just focus on number 11. Amen, dude. You know what I mean? Well put, Swag. Yeah, well put. absolutely. Well put. All right. So, um, all right. So we, let's get into the 2021 draft. So, uh, so speaking of interesting reactions, yes, right to to the pick, we mentioned that we had adverse reactions to some of the other recent Raider uh, first round draft picks. Where last year with with rugs, it was all elation. Uh, so I I got a, had a really fun time during draft weekend, man, or draft week. Yeah, had a blast sitting in with some good friends of ours. Of course, uh, Mojo and When the Universe Speaks, guys, the completely irreverent podcast. It was an absolute zoo. It was a blast. Uh, and then I also spent time on Samoan Raiders yes. channel, spent time on there with their buddy Scout and um, or with his buddy Scout, and then uh, also Raider Honcho, who was kind of uh, hosting it and uh, had not, you know, collaborated or spent time with Honcho or anything. He was he was new to me. Super cool guy. Yeah. Had, had a lot of fun. Absolutely. Super cool. Very gracious, uh, welcoming uh, me to their platform. Cool. And, uh, and hanging out with those guys. Of course, we knew Samoan already. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. And he's yep. awesome. We love him. Oh, he's, and, yeah, he's always incredibly kind and, and and willing to um uh you know it, it, help promote us you know what i mean help be a voice for us yeah you know and he doesn't have to you know his his voice and his show is way bigger than ours sure. um and so he doesn't have to do that and he does and so it's really very much appreciated and uh and again and, and honcho was super cool and, yes. and, and their guy scout uh, also who i didn't know but very knowledgeable guy incredibly yeah. knowledgeable about the draft all right so I'm sitting in with these guys okay. uh, for the draft, for the, uh, excuse me, for the Raider pick okay. in the draft. Okay. And so <laughs> always be recording because here's what it sounded like when the Raiders picked Alex Leatherwood uh, with the number 17th overall pick. Look at this. This is what's interesting to me. Ah, wait. 
That's me 15%. Oh, yeah. This is my setup. This is what I said last show. So I don't... Oh, man, I messed that up. I should have set it up better. Okay. I did a poll last week prior to the draft. Okay. I polled Raider Nation on Twitter and asked, where do you think the Raiders are going to go at 17 for the pick? Okay. Do you think it's going to be offense, defense, trade up, or trade down? 85% of the vote was in uh, defensive pick, trade up, or trade down. Okay. Only 15% of the people picked an offensive pick. Okay. So this was my take on it, and then you're going to hear the reaction. Okay. This is what's interesting to me. 15% of you expect to see offense tomorrow. So that means that if we take the defensive votes, trade up, trade down, that's 85%. That means if the Raiders pull a tackle, which is highly possible in the first round, 85% of Raider fans are going to be disappointed. With the 17th pick... In the 2021 NFL Draft, the Las Vegas Raiders select Alex Leatherwood. Oh, no! Oh, no! 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 Oh, my God. There you go. There there you you have it. There's all 85% of us. Yep, yep. You teed it up perfectly right there, buddy. What do you think? What was your initial reaction? I was the same. I was in the same boat initially. I didn't... I don't do my homework as well as some of the others on the on draft picks and and prospects it's and hard. stuff like that. It's it kind is. of a there's, job. I mean, yeah, there's only about a million players that enter into a draft every year, and it's hard to dissect every single guy. I didn't know who the hell Alex Leatherwood was. Didn't, you didn't? know. No, and he plays for Alabama. I don't like Alabama. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, like yeah. them once they become Raiders. Love them. Which is about all which of them at this point. Which is about half of them at this point. <laughs> you know, and the other half is Clemson guys. Yeah, yeah. You know, so so I love them. But, I mean, I didn't follow this guy. So, yeah, I was in the same boat. I wanted defense. I wanted a defensive guy. That was the thing, is you that know? we were all looking for defense. And, yes. And, the, the, you know, the other thing that was interesting is that there was a couple of tackles on the board at the time. And, uh, and the Raiders went with Leatherwood. And I think what we've learned from this is that, and, and I believe our good buddy uh, uh, Jeff at Domenico yeah, we talked this about earlier, it earlier, that, you know, when the Raiders got their eyes on a guy, they just pick him if he's there. Yep. They don't get into the whole moving around game unless it's maybe in a later round. Mm-hmm. But in terms of the first round especially, and there is some rumors out there that there were some other trade partners potentially for the Raiders. And, you know, did they reach for Alex Leatherwood? Yeah, I think the answer to that question is yes. Yes. But did they get their guy in the first round? The answer to that question is yes. And ultimately, what's the draft for? Yeah, to, to get your guys. To get your freaking guys. And they got their guys. So uh-huh. uh, so anyway, so Alex Leatherwood, um, big man, 6'6", 312 pounds. I like it. Held it down at right tackle for the Alabama Crimson Tide and uh, and held it down for guys like Josh Jacobs to run behind him. Absolutely. I don't see in any way how you can view this as a bad pick. We can get into the draft strategy of it Uh in terms of like, you want to really nitpick on where? Fine. But ultimately, long-term play for success of the Raiders on the field? This was a pretty great pick. I like the pick. Yeah, you know, I I was that way too. You know, once I dug in a little bit more, 
on Alex Leatherwood and saw the kind of player that he was. Didn't know how big he was. I mean, that, that is a big dude. <laughs> it's a big dude. And, I, and I'm all about that. I love the big linemen. You know, I yeah. mean, I always have. And so, you know, so yeah. So once you dig in a little more, you know, not, not to mention that he's a meme connoisseur. He's got over a thousand memes in his phone or something like oh, that. Yeah. That was one of the three stats that they showed on the screen. Like, interesting facts about Leatherwood. You know, he's all American, this and that. Looks at a bunch of memes on his phone. I'm like... <laughs> Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is that going to help him, uh, you know, block yes. Joey Bosa? <laughs> absolutely it will. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. There we go. Okay, good deal. So anyway, so there we go. So the Alex Leatherwood, yes. I think we all kind of settled in to Leatherwood there after, you know, after the, the initial, like the sticker shock of it. Yeah. Right? And, and like you've mentioned, Jeff, after kind of following up now, reading up on him, and then always, with, I swear with every Raider pick, no matter what, in this era of the Raiders, once you kind of get to know the players a little bit, absolutely, you see why this is such a big deal. You see why, you know, these guys get drafted. I know that high character should not automatically dictate draft position, whatever. I get it. But there is a lot to be said for having a good guy in the locker room, yep. guys with good work ethic, just personable, likable human beings and players and all yeah. that. Because otherwise you might end up with freaking Isaiah, what's his name, Wilson, and who plays four snaps and then all of a sudden is out of the league exactly. a year later. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And, and we've talked about that before. We talked about that, you know, would you rather have a guy like Antonio Brown in your locker room or would you rather have a guy like Jason Witten? Or now, I mean, just, you know, I mean, who who do you want to bring into this team? Or now to, like Casey Hayward. Absolutely. Right? Like, absolutely. You know yeah, I mean? you want to bring good guys in that teach good work ethic to these younger guys. And it seems like, I mean, a lot of these younger guys are going to be helped molding each other. You know, and then when you got teammates now like like Leatherwood, like Rugs, like Jacobs that have known each other for a long time, I mean that's that's a recipe yeah, for success dude. for me. You know, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. And so as we get more exposure to these guys as they become Raiders, and here's the other thing too, like to your point, there's so many players and there's so many draft profiles and there's so many like videos and all that kind of stuff. And look, we we both got families and full time jobs and like I don't have time to dig. I just don't. And yeah. like and I know that I get a little outgunned sometimes to, to some of the other folks that that are content creators. And 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 I appreciate what they're able to do. Yeah. Um. But you know, being a single dad, you know, like with 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 one that's getting ready to graduate, and you know what I mean. And like we mentioned, full time jobs and stuff, and you got babies at home, and like, yeah, it just we just run out of time to be able Absolutely. to do. Absolutely. So I don't really know a lot about the players until we get to see them, and that's what I love. I love post draft week way more than I love pre draft week. Me too. Because now we know who we got, and now we can just dive into. Who are the Raiders? Not who we want to be Raiders, but who are actual Raiders. Yep. So that said, I'm already a huge fan of Alex Leatherwood. Yeah. Not only do I think he's going to be a great player at the position, but he's a great guy. So let's listen to Alex Leatherwood as he uh, arrives in Vegas and gets to tour Allegiant Stadium for the first time. I'm out here at Allegiant Stadium. It's almost time to get to work. Let's go, Raider Nation. All right. So he's in the stadium and he says it's almost time to get to work. Notice, I, here's another, let me say this real quick too. When I play all these things, I want you to, 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 to sense a theme around it. Okay. I like to pick apart what people use for words. Okay. I think that when you listen to what people's words are, you can find a, a, like a window into their heart. You can, 
It's, it's whatever you put in comes out. It's that's, I know it's a biblical thing, but like, it's just true. Like as human beings, what we put in is what comes out of us. He used the word. I'm can't ready to get to work. Now let's listen to what his message to Raider nation was. What's up Raider nation. I'm ready to get to work and I'm super excited to be a part of the team. Let's go to work. How many times in two clips did we hear him use the word? Let's go to work. Yeah. Yeah. Enough for me. Dude. Enough for me. Yeah, it's perfect. It's what, perfect. Like, like that's what's now defined. Like, seriously, think about that. Yeah. You got two short clips. What do we hear? Three sentences total? And yep. he used the word work three work times. Work and glad to be a part of this team. You know? Yeah. Come that's, on, That's man. a good team guy. How that's do a Raider you not? Guy. Come on. Yep. Come on. I love it. I love it too, man. All right, now let's listen to the guy that we know really loves him as a pick, and that's Mike Mayock. Tonight, after you made the pick, and he talked about this as a lot like Colton Miller. He's explosive. He went under the radar. Great leadership. Thought he's a pick-and-play guy, but also offers versatility. Can you kind of expand on what Butch was saying, please? Yeah, we did a lot of homework on this pick. Uh, knew it would be controversial. Completely understand that. But I think what we're most excited about is we kind of feel like this uh, offensive line of ours uh, could develop into one one of the younger, more exciting offensive lines in the league. And, you know, we held on to Richie Incognito and Denzel, and that's awesome. They're going to help our young guys. But left side, he played right guard. Uh, he can bend. He's a power guy. He fits our offense. I mean, let's face it, we want to run the football with Josh Jacobs. We're going to throw it a lot, too, obviously, but we like running the football. We want to be a power football team. This guy's going to help us do that. Uh, as far as his versatility, uh, he can play inside and outside, but he's going to start at right tackle for us day one, and uh, we're going to see if he can hold on to that job. Mike, um, were there any discussions about trading down? Obviously, uh, everybody's board is, is different. Um, uh, but were there some chances to maybe tra- trade down and pick Alex up uh, later on in the draft in the 20s or so? Yeah, there were a lot of conversations about it. Um, I thought a couple things might happen that did not happen that I was totally open for. Uh, when we got Just when we were getting on the clock, a team did call us and inquired about moving up, but they gave us a very poor trade offer and it was a team that needed a tackle so uh, the combination of the poor offer and their need kind of pushed us away from that but yeah there were a lot of conversations about it and you know there's a risk reward scenario and in this case we didn't feel like it was worth it there you go man there you I like go. It. Love it, man. So there's all you need to know about Alex Leatherwood. Yeah. He fits the team perfectly for what their needs are. Yep. And there wasn't a viable situation for them to have, uh, to be able to retain the value to trade down. So, so here you go. He's your new starting right tackle. And I look forward to seeing the young man uh, get started for the Raiders. All right, Swag Jeff, hit, let, let's hit a break, catch our breath, then we're going to jump into the second round. Hey, Raider Nation, this is Max Crosby from the Oakland Raiders. And goes down, and Max Crosby, who forced a fumble last week. You're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Thank you so much. Just win, baby. Patrick Claybaum with NFL Network here. Hey, folks, I know three things you might like. Do you like football? Do you like the Las Vegas Raiders? Do you like listening to things? I'll add a fourth. Do you like swag? Well, here we got Swag Jeff, Murph, Uncle Mosh. This is Raiders Fan Radio. All 
All right, Swag Jeff. So here we are in the second round, yes. and uh, this is when Raider Nation went all dumb and dumber. You know, Lloyd, just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber, you go and do something like this. And totally redeem yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Absolutely. Tell us what we did in the second round, Jeff. Well, we got a guy that uh, that probably should have gone in the first round. <laughs> yeah. Probably should have gone in the first round. We got Trayvon uh, Morig, uh, safety at a TCU. And, uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's perfect. It's perfect, man. He's the rock star safety of the draft. Yes. True center fielder. Yes. Can cover, can hit, physical. Like, he, there's a go. So, you basically, we got two day one starters uh-huh. at safety and right tackle, which, what was the goal of this draft for the Raiders? Yeah, to get a solid in the secondary and to re-up on our O-line because we traded everybody away. There you go. Like, you know? I mean, yeah, yeah, or, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So, so there you go. So, I mean, is it Morig or Merig? Morig? I, th- I think it's Morig. Mo, it's spelt Mo-Rig. Mo, Mor, Morig. Morig. Tomato, tomato, tomato. Let's go with Morig. Let's go with Morig. Morig. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so here's the thing. So yeah, day one starter. I think that. So he, so he and Abram are your are your one and two. I think so. Yeah. You know, Joseph is drafted for depth, uh, and then then we'll talk more about the other 900 safeties that we drafted. Who are but, you talking about? Uh, Morig. Yeah, Morig. No, you said Joseph. No, we just signed him back. That's what I what I said. Yeah, drafted. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we meant, signed him back, and then you. and then we went and got a couple more. And we so. want to got a couple more. So I think Joseph is your depth behind Abram because a lot of people are taking this as like, oh, the Raiders, are they out on Abram? Or they don't have any faith in yes. Abram. There's a lot of, you see a lot of that rhetoric online. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I think it's a, I think it's a, can he continue to be healthy? Yeah. Because he plays with such rec- reckless abandon yes. that he's shown a tendency to get hurt a little bit. There's a lot of faith in Jonathan Abram in when you listen to Mike Mayock. If you listen to Twitter, which don't, yeah, for anything don't. ever. Yeah. But when you listen to the people that are actually making decisions, they have faith in Abram. Absolutely. And, and they know how hard he's when they're working in the offseason and all that stuff. Yeah. This is not about that. This is just being prepared in case he gets hurt again or can't play. Yeah. Or if he doesn't develop, whatever. Yeah. But they have faith that he will. Yeah. And, and Morg Raider- reminds me a lot of Abram. He's right. got that fiery play and stuff like that, and not not afraid to lay the wood, and you know, an aggressive guy attacks the run, stuff like that. I mean, what's better than one Jonathan Abraman in, in the secondary? But it's two, two of them, right? <laughs> you and, know what I mean. And so, this Jonathan Abram's got hands and coverage, absolutely. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and, and that's and what's the big knock against Abram is that he doesn't cover as well. Well, he now he doesn't have yeah. to. Uh-huh. Now he can just go knock the crap out of people, uh-huh. and, and Morgan can play deep center field. So. Deal. Um, all right, so let's listen to Mike. Uh, Mike, let's listen to Trayvon Merrick get the call from Mike Mayock. Is this Trayvon? Yes, sir. Hey, it's Mike Mayock from the Raiders. You ready to go, man? Hey, let me tell you something. I played free safety, and it wasn't anything close to the way you play it, brother. Welcome. Hey, we're gonna. I'm gonna put Coach Gruden on. He's like trying to get this phone away from me, like you can't believe. Say hi to Coach Gruden. Hey Trayvon, you fired up. Congratulations, man. 
ready to go. I know it's been a, I know it's been a long, frustrating time, but uh, we just made a trade. We traded up to get you here in the second round, and you're going to be a hell of a Raider, man. Thank you for coming, Coach. All right, where are you at right now? All right, you tell everybody back home you're going to play for the Raiders. I'll call you later. Enjoy your family. God bless you, man. Okay. All right. Turn on a TV. You're about to be on. See you, man. That's awesome. That's I like it, man. I like it, man. I love the the Gruden calls. They're the best, They're right? They're the best because he's so personable with the guys. And I love you, man. I'll go spend time with your family, man. You fired up. You know, oh, I just love it's that, man. Best. It's, it's so cool. It's so good. Yeah. So, I I mean, I don't, I don't know anybody that's not completely excited about this one. Yeah. You know, and, and look, and if you flip-flop the order, if they get uh, Merrig in the first and they get Leatherwood in the second, everybody's no. – Given the Raiders an A draft grade, yeah. but it's just because of the order. Well, let's look, who cares a crap? Who gives who a crap about, about the order? And speaking of which, draft grades, the year of the draft is the dumbest content that's ever put yeah. out there. You can't put it on there two days after you pick. Like, or you see me two, three years from now, right? And then we'll look at your damn Absolutely. draft. Absolutely, like don't give me a draft grade day after. Absolutely. Um, uh, I was going to say something else about about uh, Merrig. Uh, anyways, I'm. I'm I can't remember. Whatever. I'm getting old. Okay. Let's <laughs> listen to Trayvon Merrick and his message to Raider Nation. Raider Nation, thank you so much for this opportunity. You don't understand how, how much this means to me. I'm going to give you my all every day, 100%. Just win, baby. Let's get it. There you go, I man. Love it. Again, picking into the words, man. Yep. I'm going to give you my all every day, 100%. Like, that's that work ethic, man, that's, yep. that's had a commonality of all the Raiders in the, in the draft. So, so good stuff there from him. And look forward to seeing that. That young man, I'm kind of liking the safety or the safety, the secondary we're building. Yeah, I kind of like this. Looking now, good, looking, looking, looking good, and real, we're not done. And we're not done. We we're still, not done. You man. think Sherm's still on the on the uh, even know, with Hayward? Yeah, why the hell not? I don't know, man. Like that whole thing, I've been I've been calling for Sherm to come on and play safety for us yeah. for a year, but yeah, he'll be here after after yeah, training we'll camp. See. We'll see. That'll be interesting. I'll give him a There's call. still room for it. <laughs> you can give him a shot. You got him? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Okay, say it. So in terms of draft positioning, do you remember when, when, we, when we talked to Will, um, when we kidnapped him for the day? Yeah. And uh, we were talking to him. It, it, even he brought up the idea that, like, I don't understand the importance of – I understand the importance of draft position before you get drafted because it, where you get – drafted determines on what kind of money you're going to make and like sure all that kind of stuff like so i understand that portion of it but post that you're just a player in the you're nfl a player in the nfl yeah. so it doesn't matter anymore doesn't matter it doesn't matter and he was talking about the way that he was evaluated versus other at the time raider linebackers or recently departed raider linebackers and how they were highly more highly valued based on what where they were drafted and it didn't take into account their actual production from the prior year it, that yeah. blew us away do you Does, remember that yeah it doesn't make any sense to me i mean yeah i mean and come take it from you know will compton an undrafted player you know yeah it's just it's it's insane i mean i don't know i don't know why people 
still focus on that when you're a veteran in the NFL. That doesn't matter. Like after you played three, four, like no one's going to care no. that Trayvon Merrick was drafted in the second round. No. And you see instead, that pop not up the all, first. Yeah, like, and you see it pop up all the time on your phone. You know, Raiders just signed former, you know, 10th overall pick. Yeah, like, like Solomon Thomas. Yeah. Former first round pick Solomon okay, Thomas. Okay, cool. What what can he do for me this next exactly. year? Exactly. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't matter where he was drafted. Doesn't matter. He was kind of okay with the Niners. Uh-huh. That's it. That's what matters. Like, right. I'm with you, dude. That's such yeah. a, it's such a weird it really point is. of evaluation. I don't get. Anyways, yeah. all right. Um, so, uh, so the Raiders get through the first two rounds. Yes. And I was wondering, Jeff. Okay. Why did we get through the second round, and we hadn't heard from Charles Woodson? You're right. Yes, he, absolutely. He he needed to remind us of something. He needed to remind us that uh, it was Mother's Day coming up. Yeah, it's right around the corner, man. Right around the corner. And so most famously, the Raiders started a new tradition. And I would say I would say the Raiders, but really it was Willie Brown yeah. that started a Raider tradition. How cool is that? The guy had been out of football away from the Raiders for how long, and he's still starting new Raider traditions. Yep. Because as of 2014, he came out and announced the Raiders' second-round pick and then also wished all the moms out there Happy Mother's Day. Yes. And this became a now a, a then-running theme with the Raiders. So um, I was wondering what happened to it. Well, we didn't get that until the third round when Alec Ingold came out. Okay. But before we get to Ingold, let's run through the, the history of this briefly Okay. about where we started and, and uh, with Willie back in 2014. Okay. And, uh, and here we go. Here's the start of this tradition. To announce the Oakland Raiders selection, please welcome from Grambling State University, an undrafted free agent in 1963, Hall of Fame cornerback Willie Brown. All right. Thank you very much. Let me, uh, before I announce the pick, let me just say congratulations and to all the moms, happy Mother's Day to all of your moms throughout the world. My, uh, my mom, she's 99 years old, so hopefully she can make it to, to October, but she'll be 100 years old. So all you mom, thanks. With the, uh, with the 36 pick in the 2014 NFL Draft, the mighty Oakland Raiders select, yeah, I know you love us, Derek Carr. <laughs> Quarterback, Fresno State. There you go. How about that? There so you go. Derek Carr and Mother's Day. Yep. I mean, all that tradition, man. There's a yeah. lot of history in that day in 2014, man. That's pretty, Absolutely. That's pretty cool stuff there. So uh, so Willie did this for a few years. Yep. Uh, and then, uh, or five even. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then sadly, we lost Willie. Yep. And then in 2019, uh, here comes Charles Woodson. Yeah, here in Nashville. Here in Nashville, uh, also a number, uh, former number 24 for the Raiders, mm-hmm. uh, also cornerback great, uh, picks up the mantle and, uh, and comes out to address the, the crowd in Nashville uh, post uh, Willie's passing. And uh, this is what Charles sounded like. To announce the <laughs> Oakland Raiders selection, please welcome from the University of Michigan, 1997 Heisman Trophy winner, nine-time Pro Bowler, and Super Bowl 45 champion, Charles Woodson. Raiders! <laughs> All right, now hold on, hold on, hold on. First order of business. 
In keeping with tradition, you know this is the way Willie Brown would want it. Nice. You guys, Mother's Day is coming up. Don't forget about your mom's on Mother's Day. Call her, take her out to dinner, buy her something. Don't forget about mom. So happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there, those that are here, and those that we have lost. Willie Brown, we love you, baby! Now let's chills. get down to town business right quick. Full ascot, Charles Woodson. With the 40th pick <laughs> in the 2019 NFL Draft, the Oakland Raiders select Trayvon Mullen, DB Clemson. All right, there we go. So there there's you go. Charles Woodson carrying the tradition, man. I like it. Gives it. me chills, dude. Oh, me too, man. That's so good, man. I love when it. he screams, "We love you, Will." Oh, oh that's, yeah. that's the best. Um, all right, uh, so. Yes. Here we go. So we we I'm wondering post second round, why did was Woodson not out there? Like what's going on yeah, with yeah, the yeah. mothers? Like uh-huh, come on now, Alec Ingold to the rescue. Well, of course, as always, as always, as always. Who's quickly Jeff becoming one of my favorite Raiders? Well, yeah. Not only is he the same number as the guy you got behind your shoulder right there, but he's he's the first. Uh, he scored the first touchdown in Las Vegas Raiders history. Come on. Absolutely. Come on. Absolutely. And other than Darren Waller, I think probably the best Raider at his position. Well, and maybe Trent Sig. Yeah. Trent of Sig's course. best long snapper in the league. Absolutely. Convince me otherwise. You can't. Yep. But uh, but yeah, like Alec Ingold's one of those guys. Like he will be a guy that hopefully will be a Raider for 10 more years. Yep. You know, and and, and just a, again, I go back to this theme all the time, and I know good guys don't win championships. But it sure is cool to have a bunch of good guys on your team. No kidding. Makes them a lot easier to root for. Yep. And Alec Ingold is like a super good guy. Yeah. All right. And that certainly comes through when he came out to announce the Raiders' two third-round picks. His teammate is. Raiders. That's what I'm saying. There we go. Hey, in all seriousness, rest in peace to the late, great Willie Brown. I have the pleasure of carrying on this tradition with the Raiders and reminding everybody, next weekend is Mother's Day. Call your mom, go drive, pick up groceries, tell her you love her, tell her you miss her, take care of your moms, man. They run this thing. All right. There I love is, that, man. Isn't that the best, dude? So good. That gave me chills, too. Oh, man, so good, dude. Yeah. So, uh, and you know what's funny is that after I got done putting this these audio things together yeah. uh, the other day, I, because my mom lives in Oregon, she lives 1,500 miles away from uh-huh. here, I ordered, well, <laughs> spoiler alert if you're watching this <laughs> month, but I ordered her a gift basket and ordered her some oh, flowers and had delivered her from nice, Mother's Day. Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. So, so yeah, follow the, follow the advice of Alec Ingold, Willie Brown, and, uh, and Charles Woodson and do something nice for your mom on Mother's Day. There you go. All right. Um, all right. So Alec is up there and he announces uh, the next Raider draft pick, which is... Number 79 overall, Malcolm Kuntz, a defensive end out of Buffalo. And let's listen to uh, to Mr. Kuntz get the call from Mike Mayock. Okay. Hey, is this Malcolm Kuntz? Yes, it is speaking. Hey, Malcolm, it's Mike Mayock from the Raiders. How you doing, man? Uh, I'm good. How are you? I hope you're getting better right now. You ready to be a Raider? Yes, yes, I am. Listen, I got a guy named John Gruden standing next to me, and he can't wait to welcome you to the Raiders, okay? I, I, I can't wait to be there. All right, man. Hey, Malcolm. Hey, what's up? You feel good, man? You excited? Yes, I am. Last time we drafted a pass rusher out of Buffalo, he was pretty good. You know that, don't you? 
I know, we're really excited. I've been sweating I bullets like here, man. I've been really nervous about you falling to us, but we're going to send your pick in right now. Congratulations. I'll be in touch with you here in a little while, but turn on the TV because your name's about to come up, all right? Okay, Malcolm, way to go, man. Congratulations. Thank you. All right, see you, bud. That's awesome. Swag Jeff reaction. I love it. I love it. He's uh, he just he's a great versatile defensive end. We needed that. We needed, we needed that. that. You know what I mean? I mean, we got uh, Ngakwe. Of course, we got Mad Max and all Max. that. Yeah, we got Cleveland Farrell. We needed some more help. We needed some more help, and this guy's he's great. He's great. He's a lot of yeah. depth out there. Big Absolutely. guy. Another big, long, rangy guy. 6'3", 250. Yeah. Um, and yeah, man, like, you know, t- in today's NFL... We got to get after the quarterback, and especially when you play in a division with freaking Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Like, what's the way that we're going to beat Patrick Mahomes? Put him on his ass, right? Yeah, so absolutely. You, we need guys. We need numbers. Yeah. We need fresh legs. We, you know what I'm saying? We, yep. we need that. Rotate and, them in and out. You know, absolutely. Yeah, man. And I, I look, and these both these picks in the third round, I'm excited about because I feel like, and track record has shown, this is where Mike Mayock hits home runs. Yep. It's it makes it really easy to forgive him for the home runs that he hasn't hit in the first round. Yep. It's okay because he's knocking it out of the park later in the draft. So mm-hmm. it's again to go back to draft positioning, it doesn't matter where they're at. Yeah. I, if you come away from a draft and you've got seven picks and three of them are high impact players, yep. who gives a you know about where you got them? Yeah. I don't care if you got him at five, six, and seven. Doesn't matter to me. Did yep. you accomplish the goal in which you set forth? And that Absolutely. was pull impact players, day one starters in the draft. Who gives a crap, man? Amen. Amen. So yeah, you got it. So I'm stoked for Malcolm Koontz, man. Oh, I'm pounding the table. Absolutely. I'm yes. pounding the table yep. for that one. Absolutely. I, I think that's a good pick. Um, all right, Jeff, who came up next right there afterwards after 79? Yeah, uh, the guy with arguably the best name in the entire draft. Yes. Of course, we're talking about Divine Diablo. Diablo. Yeah, yeah. And I think, uh, and he's he's listed as a safety. Uh, I think the Raiders are going to kind of do what they did with Tanner Muse. They're going to bring him down to linebacker. Ideally. Uh, so, yeah, so I dig the pick. He's great. A Virginia Tech guy. Uh, uh, played played his college career. He started as a wide receiver, so you know he's got hands too. Oh, yeah. nice! Uh-huh. When was the last time we had linebackers that could pick off passes that weren't named Kirk Morrison? Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember. It's been a long time. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, dude. Six three, two twenty six. Like he's got to bulk up a little bit, but yep. not a ton. Not a ton. No. And I mean, that's he's got a pretty big big frame already. So yeah, I'm with you, dude. This is going to be a fun one. Yep. And like you mentioned, that name. I mean, like, there's not a better Raider name out there than Divine Diablo. <laughs> you know what so I mean? Good, that's man. so badass. It's so badass. So all right, let's uh let's listen to uh uh Mr. Diablo get the call. Yeah, is Divine there? We're on the clock right here. I want to know you want to be a, a Las Vegas Raider? You're hot, man. We're going to pick you. We are really jacked up, brother. You fired up? Yes, sir. I'm fired up. All right. Where the heck are you right now? I'm down in Myrtle Beach with my family. All right. You go tell your family to pack their bags. You're going to Vegas. All right? Yes, sir. I'll let them know. It's a great day. It's a great day for us. We're really excited. Proud to have you aboard. I will call you later, but uh, go enjoy this pick. You're about to be on TV. I got you. Thank you so much. All right, man. You bet. See you. 
Two good picks right there. That's a good day for me. Yes, sir. <laughs> I love that, man. I yep. love it. Dude, yep. dude had four interceptions last year. Yeah. For playing for Virginia Tech. Like, love it. Love it, man. Like we need we need We needed that. We need we need turnovers, man. Here's yes. the th- like it's all about getting the ball back. Absolutely. Get the, I don't care if you're look at what did New England do so good for so long. They kept you that you could run but go not run, but you could run your offense between the twenties. Uh-huh. They give that to you all day long. Yep. Up and down the field, up and down the field. Gave up yards by yards by yards. But what did you do in the end? You kick the field goal or you turn the ball over. Absolutely. That's what it's all about, yeah, man. So it doesn't matter, you know, and that's what the Raiders are doing. They're building a defense that can get us the damn ball back. Yes. That's, uh, that's huge. Yes. All right. Huge. Uh, huge. 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 All right. Uh, oh, hey, I've got a message before we move away from our third round picks. Okay, do it. I've got a message to Raider Nation from one Divine Diablo. Oh, good. Right. Raider Nation. Let's go, baby. Uh, I just wanted to thank all the fans that are showing love already. And I'm just letting y'all know I won't let y'all down. I'm coming to work. And let's go get another Super Bowl. There's that work word again. Uh, There's that yeah. work word again, yeah. right? Uh-huh, yeah. and he sounds fired up to be a Raider. I know. And, and why I, shouldn't he be? Why shouldn't he be? Don't you, like, you hear, like, the family in the background? They're yeah. Even, they're uh-huh, even. yeah, the Raiders. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, great. That's so good. All I right, love it. so I am... Um, I liked, I'm having to look it up on the fly here. I hate doing things on the fly looking up, but it made me think of something. I liked a tweet that he uh, put out there. Um, actually, I can just see if I can just look him up. Uh, let's see. Divine Diablo. And I'll show it to you, Raider Nation. I'll show it to you for those that are watching us here on the, on the uh, what is this? What are we on, Jeff? What are we on? Are we on the YouTubes? Of course we're on the YouTubes. Yeah. Okay. So. Trey Brown, uh, who is that? He's a what? Is he a uh, defensive back for some? I don't. I don't even know who Trey Brown is. Anyway, Trey Brown says Seahawks got the best fans in the games for real. Okay, so that's the tweet. That's the the original tweet from Trey Brown. Shame on me. I don't know who Trey Brown is. Is he a defensive back for the Seahawks? Is that it, who he is? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Who it doesn't he matter. Is. Okay, so Seahawks got the best fans in the game for real. Okay, then. Uh, Damar Hamlin, okay, who's a defensive back for the Bills, uh-huh. writes this. Bill, hashtag Bills Mafia. Okay. Okay. Our new best friend and favorite Raider, Divine Diablo, writes this to the both of them. Wrong again. Oh, hashtag Raider Nation. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Look at that. And of course, and then I gave him the Alzado. I'm pretty sure you just became my new favorite Raider. You I know love what I mean? that. that. Right? I love that. Like that guy, dude, he yeah. gets it. Uh-huh. He gets it already. So so when we first drafted him and when I first saw his name, I love his name, Diablo. Yeah. yeah. But it reminded me of uh, Ricky Bobby. Oh. <laughs> he goes, no, shake and bake no more. Now it's El Diablo. He goes, what's El Diablo? It's like Spanish for like a fighting chicken. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> we're gonna have to. We're gonna totally gonna have to pull 
that soundbite. Well, that, that needs to be his nickname. The, the, uh, fighting, the fighting chicken. chicken. <laughs> the fighting chicken. Oh, I, don't think you, I don't think you want a football player named Chicken. Yeah, well. Uh, you want that. But, but, dude, that's funny. That's so funny. You remember when we had Rashad Melvin and we used to play the, the bit from Bill and Ted? And them going, Melvin. Oh, yeah. Anytime his name would come up, uh-huh. that's what we might have to put for. So anytime Diablo comes up, we'll play Ricky Bobby yeah. going, I don't know what it means. Yeah. Right? I think it's like Spanish for like a fighting chicken. <laughs> that's hilarious, dude. <laughs> oh, All right, Jeff, who's next? Uh, next is Pete Koch with a break. Okay. Hey, this is Pete Koch, former Los Angeles Raiders. Yeah, back in the old days, baby. And you're listening to Murph and Uncle Moss, who happens to have the same hair as me. Check it out. Raiders Fan Radio. All right, Jeff, who's next? Yeah, so next... You got your own cue. I know, right? Yeah. I know. Uh, so after uh, after uh, Diablo, we go into the fourth round with the number 143 overall pick. We take Tyree Gillespie, uh, safety out of Missouri. And uh, and I like it. Another safety, another depth in the secondary. Uh, it's perfect. He uh, – hold on. I'm looking, looking at my notes here. Look at your notes here. You, you go. This is the guy that he, basically he played as a deep free safety. And, yes. and the NFL is a little different. Like college is still does like a free and strong kind of thing. Mm-hmm. The NFL is a lot like defenses are so hybrid nowadays. Yeah. There's not really like a definitive free and strong. But point being, though, is that he can play that deep center field role. Yeah. Right. And at a minimum, the guy's going to be a freaking rock star special teamer. Um, Absolutely. But he's also like, you know, in college, he had 12 passes defended, uh, no picks, but a couple sacks. So, like, he's just real versatile. I think he's one of your guys that you can just kind of do a lot with. It's like the Raiders have now built a, a safety or even secondary room where you have very specialized talents and then now they're rounding it out with a guy who can kind of do whatever. Right. You know it, what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. And, and you know, and, and I saw that, you know, I mean, because he plays for Missouri. He played for Missouri, uh, which Missouri is, you know, no disrespect to any Missouri fans out there, but they're not the best. They're well, they not play very, an SEC schedule, but they play an SEC schedule. But they're their not, team you know, typically is so not I, good. You here, know, yeah. I think this guy probably would have been rated a little bit higher had he gone to, uh, you know, maybe a little bit better school. Uh, you know, as far as football talent goes, oh, right, uh, right, you know, right. because I think I think his team maybe kind of overshadowed him a little bit because, I mean, the guy can ball. The guy can ball and he can do about anything. He's versatile as hell. So, you know, and I think this is a good pick, a good fourth round pick. I'm with you. I like it, too. Um, I don't have any audio on the on our next two guys yeah. on, a, on Gillespie or um, uh, the, the pick after him. Yeah. Which was uh, round five. Yeah. Number 167. Who'd we get there, Jeff? Yeah, we got uh, Nate Hobbs, cornerback out of Illinois, which we're in desperate need of more cornerbacks. Yes. And, and this guy's great. He uh, he only played five games last year um, being uh, uh, Illinois was in the Big Ten. And they played oh, the, the real shortened yeah, schedule. Yeah, yeah they yeah. didn't start until like Thanksgiving. Um, so, but I mean, the guys, the guy had uh, three career interceptions in Illinois. Nothing to stick your nose up at. Um, I think he played like thirty games or thirty-two games or something in his career. Okay, um, but he's he's a hell of a slot uh, corner. Oh, nice a slot corner. Nice. Yeah. Okay, so he's gonna like challenge a Meek Robertson, probably yes. for uh-huh. that role. Yep. And he's a little bit bigger than a Meek. 
Like he's Zeke's kind of small. He's, he's like a, he's a small five guy. Eight or something. Yeah, he's like five eight, five nine, something like that. And uh, and and Nate Hobbs is six foot. He's a six footer, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Big bo- bigger body for sure. And uh, and also uh, a special teamer. Speaking of that, uh, can return kicks. Now, yes. when you look at like think about what the Raiders have had kick returner wise since uh, Patterson's been gone and then Dwayne Harris is gone. Like we were kind of down to Jalen Richard, uh-huh. you know, yeah, and Hunter I mean, Renfro doing some uh-huh. of the work. And, and too, really, and do you want Hunter Renfro? I don't want back him there? back there returning kicks, man. Maybe punts, but certainly not kicks. Nah, I don't want or that's what this guy can do. Yeah. And, that, and and so, and I think I like he can it. bring a little electricity there. Um, three career interceptions. And uh, interesting here. Uh, the, and one of the things. So again, speaking of guys and their and their their character and their words. Um, I, again, I don't have the audio on it, but he was quoted as saying, "I'm going to be the best." underdog the Raiders have ever drafted okay love it like I love it because there's humility in that statement because he's identifying himself as an underdog but knowing this team's history with underdogs I'm gonna be the best one of them okay yeah okay dude go do it do it that's incredible like I love that that what that like what that represents that passion and that desire for greatness Uh because we've you know, we're literally the foundation of our team on the field is built on the backs of underdogs. Yep. You know what I mean? So to have that kind of a statement, but then the humility to identify as an underdog, yeah. I think I think is pretty cool. Absolutely. I think that's really cool. Absolutely. All right, Swag Jeff, we had one more. Yes, yeah, the, ca- draft, the draft ends uh, round seven for the Raiders. Uh, number 230 overall. Uh, we take uh, uh, center out of Pittsburgh, Jimmy Morrissey. Jimmy, so speaking of underdogs, yeah, yeah, another guy. This guy is like literally the epitome of a Gruden grinder. Yep, absolutely, right? and potentially could be a not a starter right away, but a contributor. Yeah, and potential future starter. Yep, and they got him in the seventh round. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Uh huh. Yeah, that's crazy. So he's a center. So he clearly with Hudson being gone, he's going to uh, be playing behind. Uh, Andre James and Nick Martin. Yep. Um, but that's I kind of you kind of feel like this is the guy that they bring in, and they'll want to you know with his work ethic. He's a former walk on at Pitt, mm-hmm. and uh, was got whatever that uh, trophy is for the best. Yeah, the the Bullsworth Bullsworth Trophy. Yep, for the best walk on. Um, so you this guy that's constantly demonstrated work ethic and blah 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 blah. Yeah, that's the kind of guy they can mold into whatever they need him to be, and depending on how you know Nick Martin's a veteran. Andre Dames, if if he doesn't end up working out, then you got a plan B going on here, right? Yep. So, um, so really cool guy. Again, easy to root for mm-hmm. because of the work ethic and and I love as you get into later rounds. Not that the guys at the top of the rounds aren't grateful that they're getting drafted by the Raiders, but they have an expectation of getting drafted. Period. Guys like Jimmy Morrissey get drafted in the seventh round clearly don't have an expectation of getting drafted. Yeah. Uh, so when they do, you hear a different level of gratitude in their yes. voice. Hey, is this Jimmy Morrissey? Yes, this is. Hey, Jimmy, this is Mike Mayock, the GM of the Raiders. How you doing, man? Hi, Mr. Mayock. I'm doing great. You ready to rock and roll and be a Raider or what? Oh, yes, sir. <laughs> is it okay if Coach Gruden says hi? Oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> hey Jimmy. Hey man, congratulations. I'm really excited about this, man. We uh we got a lot of stuff for you to learn. I want you to enjoy this moment 
but you are definitely our kind of guy, man. We can't wait, but uh, congratulations, and I'm going to let Tom Cable talk to you just briefly. You go enjoy your family. Yeah, you're, you're going to be great, man. You're going to you're going to be uh, you're going to be a hell of a raider, man. Here's Tom. Congratulations. All right, man. Hey, bud. Way to go, coach. How about that, huh? No, 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 no. This is what you did. All right, there we go. I love man. it. Love it, man. I love it. You can hear the emotion. Yeah, I mean, and and, and kind of almost like like he was in shock. Like, oh my gosh, I'm actually gonna get drafted. Yeah, like you, you know? want to be a raider? Well, hell yeah, yeah want to be a raider. Yeah, yeah, love it, man. Remember, it's like, so cool. going back, like you know, and I don't remember the exact players, but you hear some of them get emotional. Yeah, I think was it a Meek Robertson last year? I mean, like that's what it was. It was he a was Meek like, last he, year. Yeah, I mean, like he's like you hear him crying on the phone. I mean, yeah. the guys just, I mean, they're just overwhelmed with emotions that you know. Yeah, I mean, this small town school guy, you know, I mean, they just, you know, they they get to live their dream. Because where was Amik? Was he like Louisiana Tech or something like that? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's it's incredible, man, when you hear Because, yeah, you're right. They come from smaller schools. They don't have an automatic expectation of being drafted. So then when they do, it floods out of them. And it's like a culmination of, you know, they started playing you know, football likely when they were little guys yep. and, you know, like so many of us, you will play football through high school. And like, so you have this constant dream of being an NFL player. Then you go through your, your, your careers in in college. Yeah. And if you're playing in a smaller school, you're likely a four or five year guy. Mm-hmm. We were talking to Jeff Murphy today. He played college football for seven years. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or uh-huh. six or something like, cause he had his three years at, at or four years at, at Laney. Yeah. But and he then was he played shirted, but he's gray shirted. And then he played three years at MTSU. Yeah. So he had four years or excuse me, seven years of college football. Uh huh. So like you're talking about, then you get drafted. Like it's like after all that time, you finally get the call. So that's what you hear this emotion. And yep. it's quickly become one of my favorite. This is one of my favorite shows to do because of that. Absolutely. Because of getting to hear the human element of football because football so much is numbers and it's, you know, obviously yes. it's associated with winning and all those. And I, I get all that stuff, but so many times in, in, in football, especially football, the human element gets lost because the players are wearing big helmets. They're behind big jerseys and pads. And they're like the identity. It's not like basketball where you see, you know, you see them for who they are right. in football. You can get lost behind that real easily, uh-huh. and it's such a big sport with so many people. You lose the human element at times. So this I love because we get the human element. Yes, yes, all right, absolutely. Uh, all right, uh, anything, Jeff? You got before we go to uh, the, uh, the 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 guru himself, Mike Mayock, to recap for us. You got any final thoughts about the draft this year? Well, I wanted to ask you because uh, you know we talked about uh, we talked about you know who were our guys, who were our guys that we wanted to draft. Uh, you know, was there was there a pick or was there a player that you felt like, man, I really wish we would have drafted that guy? Yeah, Paris Ford. That's, Paris Ford. Paris Ford's my guy. I knew he likely wasn't going to get drafted. Okay, but I thought he could have been the Jimmy Morrissey pick. That okay. could have been your seventh round, take a flyer on a guy kind of thing. Okay. Because I, I'm not familiar with him. Tell, tell him about it. He's like a beast safety. Now, the okay. knock against him is that he's a little slow. Okay. But the way pro days and stuff worked this year, because there wasn't a combine, I think it probably nicked him up. Well, he ended up getting picked up by the Rams. Okay. The Rams signed him as an undrafted free agent, and I'm going to be very curious to watch his career unfold because this guy, while he may lack – 
flat speed, when you watch him on tape, dude is one of those guys that like, you know, Abram, when you watch a Raider game, how he attacks the line of scrimmage and like, he just comes flying in out of nowhere off the screen. Uh That's the kind of player Paris Ford is nice. So I was kind of rooting for that. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so, but that's why I always say, Jeff, you don't fall in love with players because the next thing you know, they could be playing for a team in your division. Absolutely, absolutely. Because mine, uh, <laughs> mine. Whoops. Yeah. Uh huh. Mine was. Uh. You know. I really. You know. Yes. We needed defense. We needed all this stuff. But I thought if this player was available, I'd love to snag him. And it was Josh Palmer out of Tennessee. You know, be, being a, t- a fan of UT myself. Uh. You know. I. You know. He was our number one wide receiver and is clutch and can go up and get the ball. Reminded me of like a Crabtree or like a Brian Edwards okay. or someone like that. Someone that fought for the ball and uh yeah he he went 77 to the freaking chargers so i hate that guy (laughs) i hate that damn guy hey josh palmer (laughs) thanks for your time in tennessee now i hate you now i hate you i hate you yeah yeah so that that's you said it man you can okay stop booing okay Uh, (laughs) yeah that's what you, you know don't fall in love with players man because yeah they could Kick your ass on Sundays. That's you know what right. I mean? So, you know, yeah. That's the tricky thing, man, is that they end up playing for other teams, and then you're looking back, and you're going, uh-oh. Yep. So, yeah. You that's got that. it. All right. So, there we go. So, there's our there's our draft rundown for everybody. And But, again, let's, uh, let's not just listen to us. Let's listen to Mike Mayock himself kind of hit a few points. Uh, we've got – he had a really long press conference, uh, obviously, but we've got just the first few minutes of it here. And uh, listen to Mr. Mayock give us some good answers on their strategy behind the draft. Hey, Mike. Uh, Vinny with the Review Journal. Um, obviously, today and uh, this whole weekend, uh, there was kind of a theme, offensive line uh, defense. Um, was it the way that the draft unfolded or kind of what the preference was coming in? Uh, I think it's a combination of both. Uh you know, I, I think we did want to address uh, the offensive line. I think we've done it consistently uh, since making some moves in the offseason. Really happy with Leatherwood. Uh, the kid we got in the seventh round is awesome, uh, Morrissey. I mean, he was a walk-on at Pitt that ended up starting for four years, being a two-time captain. The senior bowl called him the day before the game. He flew in and played most of the game at center and guard. Uh, he's just one of those overachievers, you know. I, I, he won the same award that Hunter Renfro won a couple of years ago as the top former walk-on in the country. So, we love the two offensive linemen. Uh, I told you guys last night we knew we had to get better on defense, and I thought the board matched up with what we needed to do. Um, I thought one interesting note today was we had no, in- I, I had no intention of going there today. We had no intention of, of trying to get Tyree Gillespie, but. At a certain point, he stood out like a sore thumb on our board. And, uh, again, it wasn't about need. It was about what we thought was a really good football player available much later than we thought he'd be available. So we traded up and got Gillespie. Uh, so we're really excited about that. But th- that's a long way to say, yeah, I think we knew we had to address our defense. We had to do it on all three levels. We're happy we were able to. And we, and we also augmented that young offensive line some more. So uh, very happy with the way it unfolded. Like, talking about the defense, as we've seen the last couple of years, it's not real easy for young guys, especially in the secondary, to come in and, and contribute right away. How much of the improvement on defense is going to be based on the Arnett's and Mullins and the guys who picked the last couple of years sort of stepping their game up this year and 
being the players you thought you think they can be. Yeah, I think that's a huge part of it. I, I think there's, uh, you know, I've talked to, to some of our guys from the last two draft class, you know, especially last year. Like, okay, you know, our production's got to be better from that group a year ago. Uh, the guys from two year, years ago have been pretty good football players, but uh, we've got to get a bounce from that group last year on both sides of the football. Uh, in the defensive backfield, you know, I think John Abram's going to have a big year. He's Come in on. here working his tail off. Uh, same thing with Arnett. We're looking for a bounce from those guys. It'd be great if we can keep them healthy and getting play, getting them to play at the level we expect. And then you combine it with the young guys we got in the draft. You know, we're pretty excited about where we could be in the secondary. I like it, Jeff. He says we need to get a bounce from those guys. Interesting terminology there from Mike. Yeah, absolutely. You know, calling them out a little bit. I uh-huh. like it. Uh-huh. I really like that. It's, it's a nice way of a call out, but it's yep. a call out for sure, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I was, you know, hey, step up. Yeah. The 2019 class, they're hell, you know, they're doing a damn good job. You know, time for you guys to kind of make your mark, you know? So, yeah, no, I, I love that. I love that, and I love everything he said. And you know, my takeaway from the draft, and and what I've noticed, and and he even said it in the in the interview too. These guys, it seems like Gruden and Mayock, they go after the best players in football, in college football. You know, they're getting guys that are first team un- unanimous. Oh, you know, uh-huh. first team All Americans. They went and got the Jim Thorpe Award winner. They went and got the Bullsworth Trophy winner for the the best walk on, and and they did it a couple of years ago. I had no idea the Hunter Renfro won that trophy. Had yeah, no, I didn't I either no until the, until so, Jimmy Morrison. You know, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So they, you know, they're growing out and getting the top guys in college, and that's perfect. That's pulling what we want, from right? championship. Uh, uh yeah. freaking programs like yeah, yeah that's what you want right absolutely they I, I know mean, how to win yeah you want to fill your locker room with guys that know how to win yes and and, ex- from, and expect and to win. expect it you know what yes. i mean you know yeah yes. i mean everyone kind of knows how to win but you need to expect it absolutely you know? great great stuff there man great yeah. call out swag jeff that's good stuff all right so we uh so we still weren't done with the acquisitions. No. Uh-oh. So here here go the Raiders, man. This has been an active offseason. And uh, so a lot of us were looking for veteran secondary help, uh, primarily, um, well, I wouldn't say primarily at cornerback, but certainly with the, with the, the filling of needs at safety in the draft, uh, it was likely that that was going to be a flat cornerback. Would there be a potential for Sherman to convert to safety? Or, but anyways, but by title, he's a cornerback. I don't know, I'm all over the damn place. The Raiders were going to bring in a veteran. Right. Because <laughs> we need leadership on this freaking defense. Yeah. So we all were thinking about Sherman as being a leader. But here's what they did, like the Raiders kind of do a lot. They threw us a little bit of a curveball. And what they did was instead of signing Richard Sherman, they signed Casey Hayward. Yes. From the Chargers. Uh, a little less, I would say, boisterous of a leader. Mm-hmm but very much a leader. Oh, definitely. Captain of the defense. Yes. Like a guy that's been around, like he's a made man in the league. Yeah. Like former freaking, uh, uh, what, Packer for a long time. Uh-huh. Uh, and then Charger. Um, so Casey Hayward is legit, man. Yeah. And uh, and so uh, excellent signing, nine-year vet. And, uh, and and here's his message to Raider Nation when once he signed. Raider Nation, man, happy to be here. Uh, Casey Hayward, man, I can't can't wait to uh, play in front of you guys, uh, help you guys win, and the you know number one goal is Super Bowl. So uh, that's what I'm here for. Hopefully, I can come in and help you guys achieve that. Let's go, Raiders! I like right. it. 
I love it, man. So you know what? Again, so here I go with dissecting words. Didn't say anything about himself. Nope. I'm going to help you guys win. I'm going to help you guys get a championship. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, talking to Raider Nation. Okay. Yeah, not not, I'm I'm here to win. I'm here to do. I'm here to win a champion. No, I'm here like to help you guys do Uh it. So uh, interesting about Casey Hayward. So he played right down the street. Uh, he played uh, at Vanderbilt. Yep. Uh, and then, of course, uh, spent most of his career uh, with the with well, I guess about equal time split between the Packers and the Chargers. Uh, looks like a four year run at each before he lands with us for the ninth. Let's see, what is that? I can't do this math right. Twenty twelve to fifteen. So that's twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Chargers sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. So five years with the Chargers. Okay. Four with the. Um, uh, w- with the Packers, and uh, he went to Perry High School. Where's Perry High School, Jeff? Do you know? Is that uh, here? I don't know. Is that a local? Is that a Tennessee? No, Georgia. He's yeah. from Georgia. Okay. Okay. Anyway, so Southern guy. For and where sure. was he drafted? It uh, doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It doesn't matter who he was drafted. Who gives a crap? Because right? he's Casey Hayward. It's Casey Hayward. I love it. Absolutely. All right, Swag Jeff. That's all I got. You got anything else to say to Raider Nation before we get out of here? No. Hey, just uh, the next draft. Remember, you know where it's going to be. Oh. oh. Do we want to talk about the Vegas setup? Uh, do it. Let's part with the Vegas setup. I'll do tell you it. what. Let's say our goodbyes. Yes. Then we'll play the the, the draft the, the the audio on the new draft setup coming up in Vegas. Unless, do we want to talk about it? No. We're done. No, we're done. No, we're, we're done. done. No, let let uh let Mark Davis take let us Mark home. Mark Davis take it. Out. All right. So, but before we go, I got to tell you this. Go subscribe, please. Tell your friends. <laughs> subscribe to the subscribe, channel. Subscribe, please. Subscribe, please. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe to the chip, please. Please for alms, alms. Mm-hmm. Subscribe, <laughs> please. We're begging you. Win a damn Josh Jacobs I'm jersey. I'm giving you free stuff, man. Oh my gosh. Get the Josh Jacobs jersey. Get the uh, inaugural season patch. Just because you hit a damn button. And and listen, here's the bottom line. And here's why I'm I'm not afraid to beg you for your subs. Uh, subs on YouTube or the, the audio podcast is fine. In this case, we're giving the prize away because of the, 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 the subs on the YouTube. Yep. The more you sub, the more views, thumbs up, shares, all that stuff, we make more money. And with the money that we make, we give it all away to Raider-related charities. Yes. In this case, we're giving it to the Greater Youth Sports Association of Las Vegas. Yes. The vessel in which we use is the One Nation Foundation, which is the, the foundation that we started here with our good friend Raider Cody. That's why we do it. So that's why I'm not afraid. If this were an ego thing or Swag Jeff and I want to feel good about our ratings, I wouldn't beg you for this stuff. Mm-hmm. But we're doing what we are giving to others just by you participating. And we can make money just with your thumbs up. Yep. That's monetary donations and those things aside. Just because you Raider Nation support the show, we can make money with it. So yep. that's why we ask you for this stuff. So please, if you would be so kind, yes. press the gosh dang button. Yes. Yeah. Press Thank the you. button, nerd. Just press the damn button, nerd. Wait. All right. See you guys. See you, Raider Nation. See you on the 19th. Yes. Yes. Good night, Raider Nation. Thank you for joining us for a rundown. Thanks for the run. Hey, being here. For- Thank you, Swag Jeff. You're welcome, man. Thank it's good for- to be back. It's good to be good to have you back. Well, yeah. It's two out of three now, man. It's two out of three. We're going yeah. to be three out of four. Yeah. That's yeah. 750. That's a C, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> All right, Raider Nation. See you later. Good night.
The city of Las Vegas was ready to have its moment in football history by hosting the 2020 NFL Draft, but the coronavirus pandemic diverted the event to a virtual setting. But no need to worry, because come 2022, we will finally get to see that red carpet stage on the fountains of the Bellagio. As of now, the original plans for the 2020 draft will be the same for 2022. The Bellagio stage will serve as the red carpet area where draft prospects will be ferried by boat to and from the stage. Players will then be transported down Flamingo Road to the draft experience and main stage outside the Caesars Forum Convention Center. I'm excited as heck about it because I saw the plans for last Right, last, last time. And uh, it would have been just a, a, an outrageous weekend. And I think uh, it's going to happen again. There's no question about it. This city knows how to put on an event. <laughs> There's nothing like it. And then, you know, coupled with the NFL's ability to, to build up the draft the way they do, um, it's going to be a marriage made in heaven. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.